3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can find this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can also find us on hundreds of affiliates all across this country, wherever you are making us a part of your football Friday. Easy for me to say. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road has of protection and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, we are going to look uh, at our over-unders from last night, because we've got to get to this stuff here to find out how we did. It's our first NFL game of the year that we're doing over-unders for, so it's very important to see how we are performing early in the season. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. this is important stuff. By the way, on that shower story that you mentioned, where the showers Mm -hmm. went out after the game... So, according to Pro Football Talk, uh, they said the players were told, Browns players were told that the shower issue was related to the electrical issue that took out the lighting. What am I missing hmm. here?
0: Is that, I, look? I'm not a plumber. I'm not going to act like I have any expertise <laughs> Hold in on this, a but.
3: Um, Hmm. Uh, plumbing and electrical seem like two different things to me. You
0: well, know? I I think that's why you have two different contractors <laughs> you know who come I mean? over. Otherwise you just have one. You're like, hey, the plumber <laughs> slash <laughs> electrician is
3: here. Like I have a buddy who's an electrician and he's really good. I never once called him and said, Hey, my toilet's plugged up or the shower's not operating. <laughs> like I've never hit
0: him up right now. See 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 what his assessment is <laughs> of the situation. <laughs> it just feels like
2: Maybe it's a pump. Like, maybe because the electrical went out and the pump that maybe pushed the water, you know, in the facility. I thought that's, like, all pressure and stuff, but... Again, I, have I don't no expertise I, on this. I, should we I open would, up the I phone would lines? Say, <laughs> <Yeah>. I would say, I would say, if you're running off of, I think we like should, a,
0: dude. This is, this is a necessary. We need to get an electrician or a
2: plumber to call us right now. If you're listening,
3: all right. Screw it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I know, I know for certain. I want to I know, know for certain if you have well water, you gotta have. You gotta oh, have well, power that makes sense. To, yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Cannes Stadium's on well water bubble.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say like if <laughs> there were to guess. I'm if they just I'm were... just
2: I'm I'm just saying I I know there there are instances where you do have to have power to, to have water generate well, and okay.
0: water can create power like, yeah.
2: hence hydropower oh,
0: yeah. well, if,
3: if, if it was pump operated and they were playing this game outside some sort of an amish tent or barn i get it but this is a hall of fame game they're talking about oh they've uh they've built the place up and by the way it wasn't even a sellout not even close to a sellout which is surprising to me i thought for sure people would have shown up for it especially the
0: browns fans
3: you know? Yeah, apparently it was only eighty percent full, so there was a lot of open seats there. So, but if you uh, are a plumber or an electrician or both, apparently, and you would like to chime in on whatever the hell that was—the explanation for why the electrical had anything to do with the showers not operating afterwards—eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox oh. is the phone number.
0: I'm just glad we got to the story because Eight... apparently Lee <laughs> thought there's like three other stories that were, were better than that one.
3: Well, because we wanted to make sure we had full time for it. We right, didn't want right. to shoehorn it yeah. in. I mean,
0: you know? he didn't even know if we were going to do it at all. Old, but yeah.
3: old fashioned term, you don't want to shoehorn that in. You know what I mean? 877 996
0: 6369. Oh,
3: sorry. Shout out to uh, you plumbers and electricians. Uh, and if we want to have both on the line and you guys want to debate about it, that's fine too. We'll make that work here as we break down the Hall of Fame game from last night. Congratulations to the Cleveland Browns. Well, they that's are the right, big baby. Winners. Go Brownies. Yeah, big Woo. win. Big win.
2: Big win. No showers a, is more more uh, entertaining, though. 100%. Probably. I mean, no, they not did. Probably. I'm, I'm more interested in hearing about this whole shower thing than hearing about you know the highlights of. The Hall of Fame. Guy. I
0: mean, I
3: assume they just went back to their hotel rooms. They said that they wa- they ended up washing in cold tubs, which Dude, is not the worst I mean, thing in not, the world.
0: I, mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, come on, man. You know, hey, hey, real. bud, let, let me tell you something. After one or two guys gets in those cold tubs, yeah, what happens? It, yeah, the water ain't clean and dirty. You know, <laughs>
3: little uh, little COVID soup. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Just. Ew. Yeah, so yeah. so we will uh, get the answers to all of that here uh, on the show at some point. Uh, now, uh, Lee, do we already have uh, people calling in? Of course we do. This is great. This, this is just tremendous stuff here. Uh, people calling it around the country. Uh, we are going to also uh, look back at our over-unders uh, from last night as well, too. Hey, are
0: we going to look back at our over-unders from last we night? We
3: definitely are. Well, Lee, oh, okay. it's, it's, he's doing multiple jobs here. He's answering phones. He's putting together over-unders. Lots going on here. A lot behind the I scenes. Got, I got it all covered. All right. Right, So, Lee, do we have uh, somebody that you trust on the line that can make uh, make Mm. the decision here?
4: Trust is a hard word, but I do have a couple of electricians that can speak on this. All right. Nice.
3: Go ahead. uh, Pick uh, who do you prefer, Lee? Who sounds better? Who sounds uh, maybe not quite sober, because that's usually more entertaining?
4: Let's go with uh, Mikey in Vermont. All right. Mikey in Vermont,
3: Uh, you are on Fox Sports Radio. Now, you are an electrician. Now, we need qualifications here. How long have you been in the field for? How long have you been doing this for? Mikey. Good talk, Mikey. No, Mikey. Apparently, Mikey's uh, electrical uh, kicked out the Wi-Fi.
4: That's so. true. His electricity did go out, so not the electrician we want. <laughs> no, let's, let's go with Keith way. in San Antonio. Right, Keith me.
3: in San Antonio. Hey, Keith. Keith what's happening?
4: Hey. Good morning, hey. Hi.
2: Hi, Keith. All
3: right, talk to us, Keith. How is it possible is that me the me? showers not operating would have anything to do with mm. the electrical going out at the game last night?
1: Well, basically...
3: Well, basically, anything that you do- Hey, Lee, sorry, your mic's what? on still.
2: Two pros. What's your name? By
3: the way, we're doing the show live from Canton, Ohio, apparently. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead. This is Keith. Are you still talking to Yeah, me? I'm still talking to you, Keith. We got yeah. it. Smooth operation okay. here. This Keith. All right, all right, so basically, anytime with water in general, uh, it's all driven by pump electricity. Uh, a lot of things in this world are driven by electricity, and it's pretty much what y'all were saying. You need, you need electrical pumps to push the water to apply pressure. Uh, it's not an uncommon thing for a pump said. to go out. Or something of that nature. They just don't have any water pressure, so no water's going to come out of the pipe. How about that? Hey, Keith, we appreciate it, man. Uh, you're probably driving into work. Have a good day at work. Thanks for your time, Thanks. buddy. Hey, hey, hey is this Keith?
2: Up. Yeah. yeah. Is this Keith? That's Keith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Nice. nice. Yeah.
3: All right, Keith. we hey, appreciate, yeah, appreciate it, man. Right. How about LeVar Arrington? Mr. Electration. Yeah, he's all over it. He knew that it was pump-operated. Pump-operated? Yeah.
2: There it is. I mean, it's all pump pressure. I mean, he's got operated, so much so. experience pumping. <laughs> well, when I was trying to figure out how to save. Settle down cars, just a little bit. I certainly was trying to figure out how to. I mean, LaVar, you're you're,
0: you're experiencing pumping, you know. It's just. Yeah. A,
2: pump it up, man. You know, pump, when, pump. when you have power outages, that's why they say, you you know, if you're, if you're doing one, don't flush. If you're doing two, then you got to go. You know, it's got to go down because once once it goes down, once you flush it and you don't have that that amount of water, the only way you can flush a toilet is if you find a way to put water into the well. Yeah, put water in the top, right? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. To be able to flush it. So
3: is that what they call an upper decker or is that something different? No,
2: That's when you actually go
0: number two in the top. Portion. Ah, I got yeah. you. Just also a great sure. party trick if you don't like the uh, person's house here, I right, kids. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that is horrible it is i've but, never
0: heard of that in yeah. my life until now you and just I, did yeah that's horrible. called an upper decker that's and then there's horrible, also man. the drunk and that it's is when oh yeah yeah that is when you've had one too many drinks okay and uh and if you, if you put, need to you puke in there no 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 you turn around so so instead of like you know how you'd normally turn around sit down you just st- sit down facing the top portion. You use it as a shelf. <laughs> and so you can do everything you need to do. And if you pass out, you pass out, you know?
3: Uh, just imagine just that <laughs> reverse on a to toilet.
2: Your, but that means you have to take your, your bottoms off like – at least off all the way leg, right? yeah. Yeah, you're 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 okay. porky
0: pigging it you're yeah. na- okay. naked all from right. the waist down 100%. yeah, Got you. All right. yeah that,
3: that toilet is a rodeo bowl at that point and you just uh you just <laughs> let it figure itself out there <laughs> it's
2: a little it's aggressive wild, i'm okay. just saying it is but you know is there, so there's no there's <laughs> the no terminology Trugowski. for vomiting in the upper deck uh, no, you just go in the bottom portion. Right? Yeah, I mean, but what if you're what if you're doing what you just said? What if you're doing the whole sit down, pass out on <laughs> the dip? Like, I, 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 I mean, there's usually like I would think
0: more people are, are going to be able to go number two than want to throw up unless they just want to pull the trigger. Like, I'm not doing that. I mean,
2: I just would have never thought, like, you know what's funny is, like, you're sitting there like, this is outrageous that LeVar would say, why would somebody vomit in the top? But it's like, y'all started off with potty in the top like upper decking is yeah, like, that's classier than
3: that. that's classier than the alternative. yeah That's that's not
2: classier that, I mean, yeah, but that shows to, the be sinister. that shows sinister of that shows, it. That shows a
3: level in the top. Lavar that shows a level of athleticism that you can get all the way up there and balance. Like, I think that's how a lot of gymnasts start their careers is they just go, you know what? I think I can figure this thing out that's and they do a party, man. party trick. And next that's, thing you know, we're off and running.
2: That's weird. Yeah. Great balance. With some new stuff like, well. What's the What? What's the Wibakowski? What, what
0: the Drongowski. <laughs> the Drongowski. The Drongowski. The Just, I mean, I'm telling you, you find if you find yourself in a situation where you're pretty tipsy and you need to go to the bathroom, you're not sure how, if you're going to pass out there or not, you just turn around, use it backwards,
3: yeah. <laughs> very convenient. It's very, very convenient. Uh, all right, so here's what else Jeez. is convenient. Uh, okay. Uh, it's time that we find out how we performed in oh, last over of... Right, over-unders. Right. All right, so here we go. Uh, you a so put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> I have been losing.
2: You know you're a lying low-life gambling
4: degenerate. It's over-under.
3: All right, lead to lap. First off, how are we feeling? You were very frustrated there a few moments ago.
4: You know, just getting used to the new uh, phone lines here in the new studios. HighRec.com yeah. studios. I'm <laughs> oh, mad! <laughs> All right, Lee, what do we got? All right, guys. Well, you pretty much uh, Jonas and uh, Brady here, pretty much they took you on LeVar head-to-head on every category. So let's just go down it. We had uh, Jets-Browns over-under in the game, 33-and-a-half. Of course, Cleveland winning the game, 21-16. to 16. Jonas and Brady, you guys took round one. Yeah! And then we uh up, we, Brady? We had a battle between Zach Wilson and Kellen Mond in the game. Zach Wilson, we had an over-under on interceptions at a half. LeVar, you correctly predicted that uh, Zach Wilson would not throw a pick. Good job on that. Wow, okay. Meanwhile, we had Kellen Mond with passing touchdowns over-under at a half. Jonas and Brady, you took that third round with the over. And a uh, number of in-game sideline interviews for both Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. We had the over-under at one and a half. That was Zero. Well, no, I had checked in with you guys. I uh, we definitely saw Aaron Rodgers. That was one. Yeah. Yeah, but no Deshaun Watson. Lots of yeah. cuts to Deshaun Watson, but no in-game sideline interviews. Yeah, I
3: mean, they did interview Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb, but for some reason Deshaun Watson wasn't a part of the uh, interview process. So I don't know why that was.
4: It's weird. No, they would not do that. And lastly, this is an interesting one, maybe up for debate, but which team is penalized more, the Jets or the Browns? Jets were penalized 12 times for 80 yards. Browns, 10 for 103. I'm going to give that to the Jets with 12 penalties for 80 yards, and that goes to LeVar. But in the end, Jonas, Brady, you guys win the over-unders. First game of the right. season, Hall of Fame yeah. game, 3-2. Right. Yeah.
2: Way to go. But LeVar, yeah. I, I, one more time, Jonas, one yeah. more time. Ready?
4: Yeah! yeah. Okay.
2: Boom! Touches for <laughs> Jonas.
0: <laughs> what, uh, w- w- one more, Jonas. One more. Yeah! Oh!
4: Yeah! All right! All right. You guys right. needed a win because Lavar's been kicking your butt all off season. Yes, so.
2: man. Yes.
4: All right. Well, Just, technically, you know. I would have won that one too. Well,
2: I switched up. I didn't want to do the same thing as you guys. So I just.
4: You did switch it up a up. couple
2: times. Yeah, it's all good.
3: No switcheroo.
2: And I actually went first on those picks as well. But it's all right. Who's counting? Yeah, who is right. counting? Apparently, you I'll are. get back on track. Yeah, One more time, Jonas. Up top. Yeah. All right. All right. It's kind of funny.
3: Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, good. I don't know why I think
0: it's so funny. <laughs> it is funny. funny. Uh, if, you, if you actually know the behind the scenes, it's kind of funny.
3: Now, do you think?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing him right now.
3: Do you think? One that, more time, Jonas. I mean, you want to go again? All right, One more time. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: solid it's every so, time. That one <laughs> sounded like a high five. It's it's so stupid, right?
3: He's taller than bro. me. I got to jump up and hit his hand. <laughs> it's just a so long stupid. way to go. Nice. Uh, do you, would you rank uh, this segment as far as just smoothness, transitioning, Topic wise, I mean, we really ran. That's got to be one it, of the great segments we've ever it done. It felt
0: like a a bed of nails <laughs> that, that we just walked over. <laughs> mm. No,
3: yeah,
2: something like that. Let me ask you guys a question. Okay,
3: <laughs> why not?
2: I have a son that's old enough to to partake in adult activities. You know, like leisure. You know, activity activities like you know, say drinking. Would you ever party? Will you ever party and like like we, just thinking about this last uh, you know topic of conversation. Would you ever get tipsy? Would you ever get faded with your kid? Yes. <laughs> that's something that's going to happen. Huh? 100%. percent well, uh, you are going to sit at the it, bar and like talk talk over like pops and <laughs> and like stuff like that. Yes. L- let me tell you how it's going to probably
0: happen. I mean, it's a little different for me because I- I've got three girls so it's not like any of them are going to be able to like drink me under the table first. It's, it's my son. That's going to be the problem. Cause you know, he's, he's obviously I'm going to be pretty old. And if, if I'm going to be trying to keep up with him, that could, that could be an issue. So hmm. yeah, it will probably be more casual drinks, you know, Making sure they're they're making sure they're good. No, when they
3: want to. age. Straight for the beer bong, right through a doggy door. Let's get right after it. Let's go straight <laughs> to the top. Yeah. Why does it have to be through a doggy door? I don't know. Let's you you know do something different. Let's let's make us. Let's <laughs> have you ever
0: heard of that LeVar? Better.
2: No. Yeah.
0: Of all – I mean, I've heard of beer bonging. There's a doggy door. I've never heard of anyone combining both. Yeah. I've
2: never heard of any of these terms that you guys be using in any different type of category, man. Uh, you you
0: like, need to use the Drungowski. That could
3: actually come into play for you. And, Lavar with the tailgating you're going to be doing this football season? That's what I'm saying, Let me dude. tell you something. The I beer bong the is going to be seen quite often.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I'm not good at beer bonging. I tried that one time, and it's not – that doesn't work for me. Yeah.
3: What if it's a Lavar Island?
2: You no, will I don't no. think you want to be wrong. That do you? That'll no, send you to Mars you you like and her your out. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not a beer bonger. Well, hey, but I will drink a beer. I mean, I was, I was with my man. Shots out to Frank Crum, the offensive up, line for up, uh, for uh, Wyoming. We, we were definitely crushing some cores, light hands, You know, yeah. Some CLs. Frontier days. You know. Some bullets. We were knocking them down, yeah, quick, like quick, 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 like, like one, one up, one down, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. There but I, is. I don't think I could beer beer bong though. I was just don't <laughs> think that would work out for me. Right. I tried it once before and um, I spit up, <laughs> I spit ew, it all up. <laughs> oh god, it came out it. my nose, everything. Of, like, of I, all the like, things we've I,
3: talked about, that's the grossest thing this segment easily. No way. Yeah, easily. No. Wow. No way. Um, It is two I'm pros protecting. and a cup that's of Joe here that. on Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. All right, so coming up next, we are going to talk about one coach who has a plan. It's a little bit of a throwback plan, but he's got a plan in the National Football League, and it's yours here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern.
3: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up in a little over 20 minutes from now, we're going to take a special look ahead to a busy weekend in the world of sports and beyond. That's yours again, 20 minutes from now here from the com studios. But let's have a conversation about one team in the NFL where there's a lot of optimism. The Detroit Lions. They will open up the season week one in the first real football game of the year. All right. None of this preseason stuff. No Hall of Fame game with the showers and electricity that are apparently tied together, not working, but it is going to be the Lions and the Chiefs to open up the year in Kansas City. There's a lot of excitement there. They actually sold out their season tickets for the first time in Ford Field history. So over 20 plus years, they've never sold out uh, their season tickets and now they have. So there's a lot of people excited about the Lions. And the Lions are taking this unique approach to where they've got Jameer Gibbs, who they drafted high in the first round. They also went out and signed David Montgomery from the Bears. And so the Detroit Lions have got these two backs, and Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, spoke about this approach this upcoming
2: year. Man, I think you need a, a, a back that you can, you know, push comes to shove, he can carry a load, and then you need Finish a, a four-minute drill. Man, no, no question. Somebody you feel like you can give the ball to 20, 25 times a game potentially, and then you need that specialty guy that, you know, he's much more – you know, he, he carries the, the scalpel, and uh, he can slice you up. He can hurt you in the pass game. Um, potentially, I'm talking about Gibbs, obviously. Get him out there and do do a few more things. Because, look, that's that's kind of what I know.
3: Serious XM NFL Radio there, courtesy of the sound. But Dan Campbell, God, that sounds just like somebody who's going to win Coach of the Year is what it sounds like to me.
0: I, I think the, the way they go about roster building in, in Detroit so unique and so different than everyone else. Like, if we were to look at the two positions that are probably the, the lowest paying in average salary, it would have been where they spent their two first-round picks this year. I mean, in, in all seriousness, running backs, took a first-round pick in Jameer Gibbs, and then off the ball, inside linebacker in Jack Campbell. Now... I'm only bringing that up because, you know, I think there's probably a science to it or a thought to it where, you know, if you're going to spend a draft pick, you want to spend it on a guy that's going to start, be impactful, be a great player for you. And in this case, they now have both of those guys tied up for five years. So if you're thinking about, you know, players that. You know, you don't mind spending a high draft pick on. And yes, eventually, you know, they're going to be a little bigger cap hit for you, especially if you end up picking up their fifth-year option and they play into that. But you're happy to do it. And by the way, that fifth-year option, even though it's more towards the top of the market, it's not resetting the market like you would be if you're signing a big free agent. And so if you're looking at their roster construction as compared to everyone else, It's unique. It's been unique since he's gotten there, where they've built up both offensive and defensive lines. They're O-line when healthy. They're maulers. I mean, absolute maulers as far as how physical they are up front. And so then you add in some pieces that you know are going to start and play for you and be impactful players for the next four or five years. And then as far as how you spend the rest of your salary cap, you're going to be spending that on, you hope, a quarterback, Right either on a contract extension after you draft them, or if you're picking one up, in this case, a veteran in Jared Goff, then you're going to be extending him there or in free agency. You're looking at edge rushers. You're looking at tackles. You're looking at cornerbacks and wide receivers. Like, that's where the majority of your spending is going. So if if you've got draft picks, you know, you could sit there and say, look, like we could wait until the second, third, fourth round to take a running back. But why not take a guy we feel like is a game changer and adds a different development or uh, element to our offense? Um, with, with Ben Johnson calling plays, where he can split him out. He can play in the back. He can do whatever he wants. And then you've got another guy back there in David Montgomery who could be more of your traditional in-between-the-tackles, four-minute offense, as you heard Dan Campbell talk about. So I think their approach is it's fascinating. For me, it's been really fun to watch. And, and it's so different than everyone else. I mean, Dan Campbell's his own man. He's different. And, and it's been successful so far. So I'm rooting for it. I think this is good for the NFL. I mean, it'd be good to have the, the Lions competitive. I mean, someone's going to win the NFC North. But just more so than that, the way they're doing it. They're bucking so many trends. Like, they're doing things that people are looking at them like, oh, okay. You know, almost like when the Patriots took, what was the guy's name, Curtis Strange or something like that, the offensive lineman. Remember when like McVay oh, yeah, and, and Leslie were, were laughing at him. Yeah. It, it's it's there's probably some people who like watch what the Lions did in the first round this year and laughed at him. I would not be surprised if there weren't people who are going, what are they doing? But the reality is, what they've built and what they've done so far, it's working. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks.
2: Well, he shares the same last name as Dan Campbell. I think that's a great start with the the backer position um being drafted i think he was like you know what i'm a tooth chipper i think that jack is a tooth chipper so let's let's make this work and I think also
3: jack went to iowa so you just got go to hope that him and uh jameson williams don't spend any alone time together they'll be making bets on everything you know there's that there could be a problem you know we'll just say you know Like
2: to gamble there, you know. Well, I was going to make a point, but you know, whatever. Uh, And anyway, you know what? I'm with you. There you go. Okay, (laughs) there you go. All right, fair enough. I I think I think the uniqueness of what Dan is doing is that one, as a former player, I think it's very clear he understands the value of culture and and guys knowing that you care about them. Then two, those guys that you're talking about that no you care about them are tough as hell and and it's it's like to me it's it's like a mix of new school with old school and the the old school is you get tough ass dudes and you put them in a scheme and you say whoop the dude's ass in front of you that's old school football you know i feel like things have gotten so pretty and and so so uh Sophisticated, so to speak, whereas someone like Dan Campbell is like, "I'm, uh, we're going to, we're going to hit you in the mouth," and and it's an old school approach. We're going to run the ball, we're we're going to play defense, and we're going to wait for you to make a mistake. And, And I think that there's the 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 idea of being able to relate. Old school coaches weren't really into relating with their players. It was more of a parent type of approach. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to be your coach. I'm here to be your parent. Uh, Whereas I think Dan Campbell understands the value of of connecting with his players and connecting in a way where his personality is – ultimately which this is always a, a a sports thing anyway you ultimately become an extension of what your your coach is and and I think that that's what he really subscribes to but he subscribes to it in a way where he gets to know his players you know that that was what I took away when I was interviewing the players and talking to him and talking to the other coaches that are on the staff his coaches and his players alike are 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 bought into what dan campbell believes as a persona or or just as an identity you know you talk about that so often it's hard to build an identity the further up you go like you would think that it might be harder earlier on but it's really easy to build an identity with a team in in, and to me in high school Like it's, it's a little bit more difficult once you get to college. And then once you get to the pros where guys are being paid and there's just, you know, you have different dynamics, they're married, they have kids, they have lives, they're adults. It's, it's a little bit more different and difficult to build an identity amongst grown ass men. So, I I think he's done an excellent job of of doing that. I think we know definitively what the identity of of the Detroit Lions, you know, what it is. But – I mean, they still got to go out there and prove it, though. That's the thing about it. Like, everybody's high on them. That's great. Everybody's talking a lot of positivity about what what the Detroit Lions are going to do this year and the type of players they have, and that's great. But they still got to go out there and do it. And that's what it ultimately, for me, that's what it comes down to.
3: It's just like there's a lot of people there that you root for, just based on their track record and their history. Obviously, Dan Campbell. I mean, you know, people laughed at him when he first got there. Okay, here's another guy that's all about being loud and he drinks his double espressos and his coffee and he wears a racing helmet to the, to you know interviews and all that stuff and he does up downs with the team And then he's turned around the culture, and then Jared Goff was dismissed. He was the fall guy with the Rams, and they send him over to Detroit, and Jared Goff's actually played better in a lot of situations than Matt Stafford has, and he's sort of taken on the challenge. Just the organization, they brought back Chris Spielman. Like, There's just all all of that stuff. Like They feel like, to your guys' point— Which,
2: by the way, if you know the Spielman family, and especially Chris— you know that that's hard nosed. Yes, that's a hard nosed some bitch right there. I tell you, Chris Spielman is like that's as linebacker as linebacker gets. You know, and people may not remember his name because it's been some time now. But again, that goes back to the original point of what that identity represents, what that culture represents. You got tooth chippers all around you, man. Like I, I could guarantee you if they got into a, a bar fight, a bar skirmish, that, that people would be fighting to be first to, to defend. You know that they're not—they're not backing away. They're just not. He doesn't have a, a culture or a group of people that are back away type of people. No, you know, I they, think they're, they're, fight, cool. they they're all fighting, man. They got fight in them. They Did, got fight in. I love that.
3: Did you? Okay, I, and I want to ask this because there's been sort of a laughing stock label put on the Lions because of where they were and what they've been did you were you guys ever in a situation where you got there and you just knew man nobody takes you guys serious like nobody thinks this is gonna work like doesn't that rally everybody especially when you have Dan Campbell reminding you they think we suck we won three games and then you turn around the next year you win nine and you built the roster the way you had that's got to be well, a rally I
0: mean, for guys honestly not really because you haven't accomplished anything yet I mean, that's the truth. Like, you've built something, but you're trying to build sustainability. You're, you're trying to build a team that it's going to be there. Like, for example, if I was to ask you guys about the New England Patriots, you guys might say, like, hey, we, we don't know how good they're going to be this year, right? But you probably don't think they're going to be a four or five win team. You, I would guarantee none of you are willing to bet they're going to go 0 17, right? No. Okay. The Lions have gone over. Like,. I think when you're when you're talking about, you know, when you're building something, you, you have to have sustained success for a series of years in order for you to really feel like you're you're on that next tier or that next, you know, plateau, whatever the case is. And in the case of Detroit, I think they're still trying to to find that. Like this is gonna be the proving year. I mean, it's that way for Dan Campbell, it's that way for Jared Goff, it's that way for everyone involved. And and I think they're cognizant of that, but they're not but but again, they're not looking at the entire picture. Like he's not going to let them. They're looking at one game at a time, one fight, one battle at a time. And that's all they got to do is win that one, right? That's all they have to do. And that's how you really you know break up or segment out the course of a season. And, and I think the, the thing that he's tapped into what you guys just talked about, and, and what I think allows them to be successful or will be this year and, and for the, the you know, the future. Is when you find a group of tough-minded people who all have that same motor, that same gear, where they're like you're allowed to to go to a space where you just take it. You got 17 battles, 17 fights, and you're allowed to take it one week at a time. It's enduring, man. It's tough. It's draining and and there's a lot of people who try to ride the roller coaster they kind of check in check out and that's why you see those teams where it's inconsistent right one one week we watch them we we're like oh man they they'd be one of the best teams in in the NFC the next week you watch me and you go what was that that's because you don't have a bunch of guys who are dialed in the way they need to be i i think Detroit has a bunch of guys who have chips on their shoulders and they're fighters and they've got something to prove and they've got another gear and that's what they've done probably as good of a job evaluating outside of just the overall football skills, is the internal portion of it. Like how all these guys are able to be motivated and play together. And so I just I think I think what allows them to have a shot and what allows them to stay motivated is even after nine wins, no one's patting on the back, no one's no one's believing in them. You know, you might say there's some odds betters, those are most likely Lions fans. That's not pros out there saying, "Hey, we feel like you know these are the guys who are going to go and win." In fact, like I, I guarantee you, pros are probably taking some other longer bets where they maybe see a little skewed value there. Whatever the case may be, but I would imagine most sharp bettors are saying, "Yeah, I mean, I give them a chance, but you know they might be overvalued right now because it's just, just a bunch of Lions fans who are excited that Rogers is gone and they feel like they got a shot in the division."
3: Dan Dan Campbell plus 850 to win coach of the year.
0: And and that's a little different, right? Like, I think you could put some money on that. and He's got a shot to do it based on what he did last year. But the problem is you have to win the division. You're going to be one of the top teams in the NFC. Because if you're not that, you're going you're gonna to have a hard time being coach of the year.
3: Yeah, uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So coming up next, we take a closer look ahead to a busy weekend in the world of sports and beyond. You guessed it. It's over unders right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
0: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. But what you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week... While we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Terms and conditions apply.
3: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Top of next hour, about 10 minutes from now here, we are going to have a little bit of a discussion on some bad blood potentially between teammates in the NFL. A lot of reaction to this around the world of sports and beyond, so we'll get into that for you again 10 minutes from now on FSR. Before we get to another edition of Over-Unders here, the Friday edition as we look ahead to the weekend, uh, Brady Quinn, they just showed one of the stories you did in the BQ News this week, that guy who identifies as a dog.
0: Yeah, Toco, I think is his name. <laughs> right? What weird <laughs>
3: What a complete! Weirdo. So I
0: don't. I didn't take it that he identified as a dog. It was that he wanted to make this like human-sized, realistic dog costume. Because it wasn't like he was like walking around just telling people he was a dog. He actually made a fourteen thousand dollar costume to then get down and like walk out in public in this costume that looked very very i mean it was it's that, real, i mean it I, looks real it looks real although then you see like a collie's not going to be that big that's the, like the biggest call you've ever seen in your life
3: yeah and the head doesn't you know move much obviously and it looks the, right. the head looks like the most fake part of the the Send whole it thing to me. but it's it's really oh, creepy dude it's not i mean it's, it's, <laughs> not, it's, I mean, it's just
0: it's I just free wouldn't free want a collie you. to be that big, you know. I, just, I don't. I don't want to dress up like. A I wouldn't dog. want a person to be my collie, you know. Yeah. Well, there's, there's <laughs> that just thinking out loud too. You know? Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, all right, so before
2: or we maybe get, you would. I don't know. <laughs> no, <we> get, <laughs> not me. I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, it depends,
3: I want that. depends on what your mood you're in. Um, yeah. All right, so we are brought to yeah, you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. dot com.
1: Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing.
3: You know you're a lion, low-life gambling
1: degenerate. It's over under.
4: All right, so lead the lap. How did we do last week? No need to recap the whole thing. Just the highlights here, that being LeVar winning the week thanks to a couple yeah. of uh, unders yeah. took in the fights between Spence and Crawford, correctly predicting the under in that, as well as yeah. Gaethje versus Fortier. Um, so good job, LeVar, correctly Thank predicting LaVar? the under in those yeah. rounds.
2: Back on track, man. Up on Thank game, you. baby. All
4: right, Jonas, you are
2: a... That's $20. That'll be $20. What is that? Whoa. That'll be $20. That? that seems uncalled for. Yeah. No, no. He was being passive aggressive. Hey,
3: right you now. and I lock down four hours of programming here every single Saturday, and I try and pump you up, you know, and, yeah. and you got to find me $40 or $20 I Always more. make
2: sure I segue us right into your show to try to keep our <laughs> listening audience there to listen to you. And you know what? You're making fun of me right That's now.
3: Not- so. <laughs> All right, Lee, what do we
4: got this Keeping week? Keeping it with the fights. We got Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz this weekend. Rounds in this uh, fight. Over under set at seven and a half.
0: Over. Is that this weekend already? Yeah. Wow. I mean, Jonas, you got to be excited for it, right?
3: I got a bad feeling about Nate Diaz. I love Nate Diaz, but I don't, I, it might, he might turn into a punching bag in this one. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, this doesn't look good.
2: And now, okay, can I ask you this doesn't quickly? doesn't look
0: good. <laughs> well, okay. Hold on. How many rounds? What's the over-under? Seven and a half.
2: Say How under. many
4: rounds? Ten. I'm going to say under.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the under on that, too.
4: Guys, into the world of soccer. We got USA versus Sweden in the Women's World Cup on Sunday. Total goals in regular time, two and a half. Under. Under. I'm going to take the over on this one, Lee. All right. We got Messi in his first away game versus Dallas this weekend. Uh, Goals for Messi in this game at a half. Under. Over. Keeps it it going, babe.
0: Keeps it going. Can't do it on the road.
4: We got Hall of Fame enshrinement this weekend. Who has the longest speech, you guys? A few years ago, they set the uh, time limit at eight minutes. But who do you think actually has the longest speech?
3: I'll go to DeMarcus Ware. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: I'm going to say my man Joe Thomas, hopefully.
4: Yeah. Right on you guys. And lastly, here, flight delays for LeVar on his way to Miami. Over. <laughs> at a half. Over. Over, I'm I'm over LeVar. The under. This is I not hope nice. not, but over. I'm That's
2: not nicely. No, I'm sorry. It's a direct. It's a <laughs> one-way. It's a, a one way. way. No, no connectors. He ain't coming back. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio
1: has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxsportsRadio.com.